Welcome in to the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Peyton Turner. Peyton is a defensive end for the Houston Cougars and has been a breakout star along their defensive line, accounting for four sacks and nine and a half tackles for a loss on the season. Peyton, thanks for joining us on the podcast. For sure. Now, we're in the midst of a very unique season, one where we we didn't know if we were going to be able to play. There was a lot of turmoil going on this offseason, but you've come out, and for those who don't know, Jim Nagy tweeted about Peyton last week saying he's been the biggest riser so far out of any senior in the entire country going and now being presented with a potential day two grade. So during this offseason, the time frame off because of COVID, what did you work on to take your game to that next level? So, I mean, last year, uh, I mean, like you might have seen in the tweet, uh, I've, I played through some injuries. Uh, but I think the biggest thing that's changed between this year, my play this year and last year is like my ability to, when I'm on the edge, to, to turn that corner. I think a lot of times last year, I, I mean, I beat the tackle. Um, I'd beat I'd beat the tight end I'd beat whoever whoever was blocking me but I didn't have I couldn't bend uh, enough and keep my balance so uh, come around that corner I think that's the biggest thing that I've, I've improved on is, is flattening that uh, corner to get to the quarterback uh, this this year and obviously I think I think I've gotten a little faster too so that doesn't hurt and pain like Jack mentioned earlier so far in the season you have four sacks nine and a half tackles for loss. You matched your uh, your number of uh, sacks that you had last year, but in terms of this season, how are you looking to build off of your recent performances? I mean, I just gotta keep being active in pass rush. I think obviously that's what that's what they want at the next level, uh, and so that's what I need to show I can do is uh, just keep keep being active in pass rush and uh, just keep being aggressive playing the run. And for those who don't know, what would you say are your biggest strengths as an edge rusher? I feel that I'm a, I'm a pretty long DN at uh, at six six. Uh, I mean, I, my wingspan seven foot plus. So I mean, my my arms are really long, which which is usually an advantage for the tackle uh, for them to get their hands on on DNs. But uh, I think I can. I think that's that's one of my my biggest strengths is, is my length, and then along with that is. Uh, is my size. So, I mean, I'm 270 coming off the edge. Uh, a lot of those tackles are may, might, might have 30 pounds. I mean, they're going to have, they're going to be heavier than me, obviously, but I think at 270 at, at DN, uh, that's pretty, that's pretty big end. So when I, when I go to lock in on a, a power or a bull rush, uh, I mean, I, I think that I create a good amount of knockback and uh, I, mean, I just work off that. Being like Jack mentioned earlier, getting noticed by uh, Jim Nagy, has that given you any momentum? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's always nice uh, when people notice your uh, your uh, success. So especially when it's some, someone like Jim Nagy, uh, his caliber, where, where he's at uh, in the football world, um, that's pretty awesome. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I think I'm pretty self motivated, but that for sure is a is a confidence booster uh, when you go out there and play Saturdays, is that people are taking notice. Throughout your career, Peyton, you've gone up against some really talented offensive players. We think of the likes of Josh Jones, Jared Williams, Josh in the NFL. Jared will be there next year. And quarterback Derek King, who will be joining them in the NFL as well. So you think about 
their grouping of that three, along with Marquez Stevenson, the, the list goes on of offensive weapons that your defense has had to deal with in practice. How do you think that's helped your development over the course of your career and made you a better player? Yeah, so uh, I think uh, obviously me going against Josh Jones and uh, Jared Williams is a, is a really good, uh, really good tackle, and they for sure be playing at Sundays. Uh, obviously, Josh is now, but Jared will be as well, I think. Um, but um, you know, when I first got to U of H, we, we ran a three-four where I played four I and had to contain on pass rushes. So I mean, I, uh, in in that world, when you're playing four I between the, the tackle and guard. Uh, I think when I was playing against Josh and Jared and all those older guys when I was a freshman and sophomore coming in, um, I'm not going to say like it taught me how to be physical, but it, it really showed me or, or it really brought out the physical like nature in me, I feel. Because um, you, can't, you can't be soft playing a four-eye. Uh, it's like uh, you get double teamed all the time, you got turned. So I think that, that really helped me uh, develop. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot. You go against great, great players all throughout this conference. Um, I think a lot of them are underrated, but uh, you know, you see, you see good, good guys week in and week out. So I, I think, and especially going against them, you know, Derek's so shifty in the backfield. You know, you get in practice, you, you go, you go to tackle him, and he breaks breaks down. So it makes you break down. Uh, I think, I think going against them has just really made me uh, a better player. Obviously. Iron sharpens iron, so I think that's I think that's the process that we had going. Peyton, as a true freshman, you appeared in eleven games. I mean, we've talked to uh, players in the past. Some of them decide to take a redshirt. Some of them decide um, that they're ready to play as early as their freshman year. How do you think going in after high school? Did you expect to see that much playing time so early on in your career? You know, I was hopeful that I'd play, but once I got there and I saw how big these guys were, uh, I was—I'm I'm not gonna lie—I mean, I was—I was obviously a little intimidated. I, I didn't know how I was gonna how I was gonna do that. I mean, I—I I didn't even play my senior year of high school. Um, I told my—I I told my ACL my senior year of high school, and then I, I go in freshman year, uh, that freshman summer, and you go in and see 320-pound offensive tackles just just benching. You know, three seventy, three eighty, just moving weight, and uh, it, it, it's hard not to get a little discouraged uh, in the, when I was in that situation. But um, you know, I, I think I describe myself as uh, as a competitor. So uh, when I came in with those other freshmen, I, I feel that uh, you know, I, I didn't feel I didn't feel like I was being looked at as, as the guy like I was in high school, and that. that that, that uh, I mean, it, it, you know, it made me mad in, the, in a good way, though. Uh, it made me want to compete harder so that I could get that recognition. And uh, mm-hmm. and then, obviously, like I said, going against Josh and Jared and all, all those older guys, like it just made me better. So uh, it, it, it was it was a little surprising to, to play, but uh, I think I think I earned it. Was there a moment you touched on? It's intimidating for any true freshman coming in and having to play. But do you remember a specific moment, memory? whether it be practice, early game, where you realize, all right, this isn't high school football anymore. These are legit D1 guys I'm going up against. Yeah, uh, so we're actually doing, uh, I think we're doing pass rush games. And it was it was me, it was me and Ed, uh, we were running a twist. And I ran in there, I think it was, I want to say it was, I want to say it was, uh, it was Josh and Marcus. It was Josh, Marcus, and Will Noble. 
on the other side and Josh just like took like Josh just took me like off my feet uh, into Will into Will uh who was the center at the time and I was like geez and then I you know we, we I mean we finished the rep uh I'm, I'm never gonna say I lost a rep or anything but you know I didn't I, I just didn't win so uh it, you know uh I think everybody has that moment as a true freshman they they come in there and realize uh that they're not like the biggest, baddest guy uh, anymore. Uh, I think that was my, that, that was when I realized that. And Pam, let's go back to high school recruiting process. What went into that initial decision to choose to play at Houston? And how do you think that decision is going to set you up for success, not only on the football field, but also for life after football? Right. Uh, so um, going into that year, uh, you know, I was getting talked to, uh, but – um, I played. I think I played. I don't even remember. I think I, I think I played two two games my senior year in high school, and that's for my ACL. And a lot of those schools dropped off talking to me, uh, but you, you, uh, Houston stayed with me. Um, at the time, it was the Herman uh, Herman staff, and then uh, once they moved to Texas, uh, they they kept recruiting me. And then, like I said, I tore my I tore my knee, and they they stopped talking to me uh, at Texas. But uh, Coach Applewhite's staff, uh, Coach Casey, and uh, Coach Blum continue to recruit me and you know I, I love the city so decided to stay here going to houston you've had an incredible career but you, you mentioned it tearing your acl as a senior in high school how did that affect you mentally and how were you able to push past having such a difficult injury during such an important time in your career to become more resilient and just a better player on the field than person off the field. Yeah, uh, I mean, I had I had a, a pretty uh, pretty tight playing group, and, and I had a really good family. You know, uh, my parents took care of me, uh, my sister took care of me. I mean, obviously, like it's depressing. Um, so I, you know, I, I gained. I, you know, I was on that couch uh, just doing my exercises, eating chips and stuff. So you know, I gained a little bit of weight. <laughs> but uh, you know. Uh, when you, I think that when you have like a good family like that and good people around you, it's it's, it's hard to to not get right. So I think I think that's the situation I was in. Peyton, staying on topic of family, how important has your family been in all the decisions that you've had to make throughout your football career? Yeah, they're they're big time. You know, they're number one. Uh, they're, they're making me. They're helping me make decisions today. Uh, you know, as we speak. So, um, you know. They're, I mean, they're, they're everything to me. So I love them, and I'm, I'm thankful for, uh, for having them in my life. So, Peyton, now we get to the point in your career where, where you're a freshman. Was there an upperclassman who took you under their wing, showed you the ropes of what college football was like, coach, player that helped you really get acclimated to jumping up a level? Uh, yeah, uh, when I got here, um, you know, there, there's probably a few guys. Omeke uh, uh, Igbule, uh, he's with the Chargers now. Uh, he was one, and then me and Ed, like being in that in that D line room, uh, we got pretty close. Uh, so that was my bo- that was my boy. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say that we were boys. Uh, uh, we were always always working and stuff. So it, I mean, it was good to be around the, those two. I'd say those are probably the older guys that I really I was really around and uh, would more, more more than anybody else influenced me uh, while I was here. Peyton, being a senior, especially 
back in March when you guys did not have a spring ball dealing with Corona, how are you able to take on a leadership role? I mean, I think, I think a lot of, a lot of uh, leadership falls into just being accountable and doing the right things. And I think that I put myself in the position where I, uh, I show my teammates where I can be accountable and I do the right things. I'm reliable. And, uh, just that, like, like, just being being a good guy. I feel it. like being the guy in the locker room that 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 dudes can come up and joke around with, or or talk to, or or ask like things. Just be open with them. Uh, I think that I've earned my like my teammates' trust with it, with all those things. So I think that's why that why, why I can be called a, a captain. I guess. How would you then, Peyton, describe the football culture that you guys have under Coach Dana Holgerson? I mean, I, I think I think we're really close, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, it's more about like being accountable. I feel uh, more. You you have to be mature and and like they're gonna treat you like 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 you're like you're grown. You know, they they want you to be a pro, so they're gonna treat you like you're a pro. And so I think I think with this uh, with this staff, it's more about accountability or upholding the standard uh, that that Coach Hogerson sets. So I think it's a lot of self uh, accountability, really, especially in this uh, in this system. And I think we're really close. Uh, I think we're really a really close team. Uh, so I feel like we've just grown closer uh, in this in this uh, situation that we have going now. And Peyton, talking about relationships with your teammates. Aside from football, when you guys are not playing football, are there certain activities you guys like to do? Uh, we actually D line just went paintballing a few weeks ago, uh, but yeah, we like to get we like to get active. Uh, you know, game gaming's big. You know, we got Madden, UFC, all that, and then we go. Uh, a lot of us are hoopers too now. You know, they closed that wreck down, but uh, a few of us will find a little spot to shoot, go shoot some hang out, just chill, just be around each other. Like I said, like I, I think we're a pretty close team, so a mature team as well. So, uh, you know, I think it just comes with the territory. We know you guys are all great athletes, Peyton, but who would you say is the best basketball player on the Houston roster? Come on, now. Y'all baited me into that question. You know I got to say <laughs> me. Hey, but 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 top five, I, I'll give you the top five, though. I'd say... I'd say Keandre Street is a good good hooper. Marquez Stevens is a good hooper. Uh, Manny Nunnery is a good hooper. Bryson Smith is a good hoop, hooper. But I think I'm the best hooper, so there's <laughs> my five. Good answer, Peyton. And going back to that first sack, what was going through your mind? What was that feeling like? Did that give you any momentum going into the remainder of the season? Just Talk about that experience. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, a big point of emphasis for me was uh, the offseason was like, like I said, my ankle mobility and, and bending around that corner uh, after I beat, after I won my rep, and uh, you know, I, that rep, I think uh, I saw the ball go back. I was going for the strip sack, so I kind of lost myself. But you know, I flattened, and it was kind of just like a reassurance that that all that hard work that I was doing. Uh, working on bending the corner and and uh, working on my pass rush had had paid off almost. 
in that first game. So that was an exciting moment for sure. Hey, and we touched on this before the show, but you guys have probably the biggest game uh, of your season against a team in Cincinnati that's ranked in the top 10 in the country. There's talks about potentially having them in the college football playoff. They've looked great as of recent, but you guys are a tough task for anyone. What do you think that this Cougar team and, and you specifically have to do to come out with the upset? Yeah, uh, you know, their defense is really good. So I think this is this this is gonna become a, a who's got the whose defense can can stop stop the other team's offense more. Uh you know, their offense is good, our offense is good too. So uh I think what happened last game is, you know, uh we had some we had some different coverages, we had some different uh different assignments. You know, UCF's a different animal with uh you know, they're almost as, as different as Navy is different. Um their tempo is ridic- ridiculously fast, so you know if they catch you not lined up, they're gonna bust a big play, and that, you know that's that's kind of what caught us. But I think if if we can get lined up and play play Houston football, uh, it's gonna be a good game uh, we got going up there in Cincinnati. So I'm looking forward to it. And Peyton, at what point does it really kick in that you have a shot in playing in the NFL, or maybe it hasn't kicked in yet for you? You know, I mean, you hear it from coaches that, like, when you flash that that that, and they show it on film and in the in the, the locker or, or in the in the meeting room, and your your boys hype you up and stuff, and then you see other guys that go to the league that that play with you. Um, I'd say it wasn't really a, a a realization to me, or 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 a thought that of what could be probably until around. Uh, Probably like towards the end of sophomore year, um, uh, even though I was playing four I, I I felt that I looked I looked I, I started comparing myself to those the people that played my spot in the league, and I, I felt like I could give given a few years I could compete with them. So probably probably around then, but uh, it wasn't really it, it didn't really click with me until I guess it's still it's still new to me <laughs> even this year uh, that that's a possibility, but. Uh, yeah, it's just that's where I'm at. I, it's almost it's almost not real <laughs> that that you, you know, my life could be different in a few months. So after a year, six months, you know, so definitely something unique. That's what makes it the NFL. And we see where you're at today. And you touched on as a sophomore, you were hearing things like, "All right, potentially, like this is a career path." Those younger guys that you're playing with, freshmen, sophomore, are there any that have really stood out to you? Haven't gotten that media attention yet, but should be on draft radars pretty soon. Uh, you know, we gotta we gotta de tackle uh, Dozy Dot uh, Ten. He'll, he'll be a good player. Uh, he's already a good player. Um, you know, th- there's a lot of guys that you don't. You know, I'm I'm over there in the D line room, so I don't see everything that goes goes on around uh, around in in uh, in like developmental practices or or scrimmages or, or in in one on ones over with receivers and DBs. But you know, <laughs> it's funny because we have a lot of talent. You see a lot of athleticism when we do drills and stuff because that's when we're all together in the off season and stuff. So there's a lot of guys that that like. I'm sure I'm skipping over when I say when I say just 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 number ten. Uh, when we're talking young young guys, 
but um, you know, you see a lot of flashes of athleticism and stuff uh, throughout. I think throughout our roster. So uh, you know, I feel like anybody can surprise you on any any given day. Peyton, hypothetical question: If he could be trained by one player currently in the NFL or retired, who would it be and why? Growing up, I watched Mario Williams a lot, man. Uh, but if I was gonna take one, to, you know, there's so many. There's so many. There's T.J. Watt. There's there's Demarcus Ware. I'd probably have to say Demarcus Ware, man, because you know I watched him play play a lot, a lot of ball, uh, especially when he was. Uh, uh, not, not even now when he was with uh, when he was with the Cowboys, but uh, more so when he uh, back when he was with uh, you know the Broncos. But uh, for sure, because you know he he, I feel like he's a, he's a game changer and and he's got a lot of a lot of um, skill to him. He's not just he's not just he's a freak now. He's a freak athlete now, but he's got a lot of skill uh, with that. So if I if it, I think if anybody. I could work work one on one with anybody. I think I'd want to work out with him. Definitely an elite level pass rusher. He, I mean, he's one of the best. You watch his film, and you can pick up a lot. Are there any other guys that you'll watch at the next level, try and emulate your game after, play similar to, or just guys that you'll watch his film just to take pieces from? CJ Watt for sure. Uh, he, he's a really good uh, good uh, uh, edge player. Uh, obviously, uh, I, I also enjoy watching JJ Watt because he, he he's more of a physical physical style a lot of times. Uh, he's got he's got a really good physical uh, pass rush and uh, just run run like the way he plays is violent. And I like I like watching like violent uh, edge players. So uh, probably probably him and then who else would I say? Aaron Donald is 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 just golden to watch. You know, uh, he's he's just a freak. And, and you know when he puts that skill together with that freak ability, he's he's special. So uh, for sure, for sure, all of those guys for sure are guys I, I like watching. Peyton, you still got some time, but have we thought about signing an NFL contract? And what'd be the first thing you'd like to do with your signing bonus? Oh man, signing an NFL contract—that'd be that'd be wild. That's. That's for sure a day I look forward to uh, if I get that opportunity. But um, what would I buy? Probably something for my mom and dad. I'd, I'd probably get them a car. I'm not going to lie. I'd probably end up getting them a vehicle or something. Great answer. And we know that the NFL is the next goal, but do you have any career aspirations once your uh, NFL career is over? Yeah, so my plan, my plan is whenever the NFL uh, is over or – if it if it doesn't work out in the end, um, my plan would be to go into oil and energy management. Uh, we actually have a cool, a pretty good master's program here in the business school that I was looking to go into uh, for oil and energy management through the business school and uh, get into that, like the the business side of oil and, and gas somewhere. Hopefully, hopefully somewhere around Houston. I mean, I love the city, so that'd be pretty that'd be pretty dope, in my opinion. And Peyton, for our last question, for any rising high school football player, based off of your experience, what is the best piece of advice you could give to them? Uh, just everything that all every time like you're doubted, just just let that let that be in the back of your head when you're working, like to be great. Uh, let like let that motivate you. You know, uh, I mean, a lot of people 
or might might underestimate you. You know, I was two I was a two star, and now I'm getting talks about going to the NFL next year. So, uh, your your life can really change in in the process of four years or or even a year. Your life can change. So, I just stick to it and just 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 let all that negative energy just push you to be great. That was Peyton Turner with the Houston Cougars. We appreciate all your time and insight and wishing you best of luck the rest of the season. For sure. Appreciate y'all. Y'all take care. Too.